gathering, protection. And I thought, yeah, that's what it's all about, because we've been talking about Isaiah 61. And this is the first one, I think. So, could we have the mic on? So at the same time, when we were trying to figure out what to call ourselves or what we wanted to do, we were very much looking at Isaiah 61. That was like our main piece of the Bible. And I just sort of summarized a little bit what Isaiah 61 said. So the Lord has anointed us to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the broken hearted, to set captives free, to comfort those who mourn, to reveal the ancient ruins, to renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. That's what we felt. That's what we wanted to be about as a church. And uh, so what, what else? Well, this became part of our news manifesto, I guess. And we, we thought we were very clever because we had all the arms. And we started off with weeping. And I've written this down because we're trying to remember. We've all been trying to remember the rest of Weeping, renewal. I mean, these are words actually that Alice has been mentioning this morning. Weeping, renewal, refuge, restoration. Righteousness and revival. Remember those. That used to be our uh, oh, rejoicing. Yeah, that was another one. So that used to be our church. Uh, what did you call that? No, that's not quite formal enough. I didn't call it a tag. I didn't call it our church. Well, I called it a manifesto. I don't know. Mission statement. That's the That's the Okay, so that's how we all started. 
Now, what I wanted to do is look at this whole thing of wings in the Bible, because you may or may not know that wings comes up in the Bible quite a bit. And I'm going to pick out three main, uh, because you know the, bit, the bit about it is a lot like a picture book. There's a lot of pictures in there explaining things. So that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at three main pictures. And I'm going to have three physical visualates. I've already traced them, but they don't know what they're actually doing. So, can I have the next slide? So, one of the things that comes up in the Bible are angels, isn't it? When we think about wings. But the thing is, quite often angels actually don't have wings when they turn up in the Bible. Did you know that? Well, it doesn't say it anyway. Quite often they are just people, normal people. They appear as angels and messengers from God. And when we see wings with angels, have you ever seen those, well, so you see those pictures of angels, all puffy cheeks, little fat little things, and things Well, that is not what angels are in the Bible, okay? That is about as far away as we can get. Angels in the Bible are actually really quite scary. And quite, they are like warriors, you know, they have swords and all sorts of things. And some of them are really strange. Like one of them is the one in Isaiah, where it says, Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. Do we have the light on over here? Because we are going to turn Brian into a seraph. Should I have my help with you? What? You're going to be a seraph, right? Okay. So, come up here. So, we're going to give you. No, 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 we haven't practiced it, have we? Could you move this way, away from the speaker? Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> so, we've got... Yeah. So, and you know what was really interesting? This morning I found out that uh, Seraph means noble and the burning one. I thought that was rather nice. So, and they, what they were doing. So I really have to go <laughs> So this is your other wings that cover your feet. Okay. So now, now you have to put Olivia. <laughs> and. Okay, so this is two weeks, two weeks to fly, two weeks to cover the feet. Okay, two weeks to cover the feet. And two weeks to cover the face. <laughs> now, I'm thinking that you look rough. <laughs> 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 now, for the 
and a noble one, because what they were doing, they were worshipping God all the time. And the reason, I mean, I'm not sure whether that's totally true, but the reason they cover their faces is probably because they can't look at God. The glory is too much. And the reason why they cover their feet, I read that feet were considered unclean, because they were covering their feet. So, anyway, that's what I read. So this is our seraph, our angel, yeah? So you just have to stand here now for the rest of the time. <laughs> well, he looks quite impressive, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I think we arrange it. Okay, now our next picture in the Bible, can we have our next slide, please? It's one that you probably, oh actually no, this is one of the things that also happened at that time. Uh, Dan, did you want to say anything? Or? That man had this thing, he had various angels for different churches, singers, along the river, I remember. So you had an angel for Greenwich, you had an angel for, can't remember where else. And they all had different names, and our angel in Woolwich has been at was the angel of refuge. And that has always been, I think in my mind, that has always been the nature of Woolwich Church. That we, more than anything else, we see the refuge. At least I hope that we have seen a refuge for people. Over the years, people have come, we've been quite battered and bruised. They came, they got cleaned up, they got restored, and they left again. And that's fine. So I'm sorry for the ones who didn't feel this was a refuge, but I believe that a lot of people have found this place to be a refuge. So this is almost like our guardian angel, the angel of refuge. And I like this picture because he's got a, a, a spear in one hand and a light in the other, guarding his child, his children. I think that's really lovely. Right, so the next picture, please. So now we've got our other visual aids. How many of these things come up? <laughs> now, the next picture in the Bible that I'm sure most of you know is the picture of the eagle. Okay, if you could just go with Martha, if you could with your, with your wings. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to go through a series of verses that come from the Bible. So this one says, You yourselves have seen what I did to you, Ethiopia, and how I carried you in, on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Next one, please. And he says, He shielded him, so God shielded Israel and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. Carry on. Like an eagle that stirs up in its nest and hovers over its young. There'll be a hovering over there, can you? <laughs> hovering. There'll be a hovering. Okay, and the next one. That spreads its wings to catch them and carry them on its pinions. Now, I have a bit of a problem with that one. 
I'm sure you all know this verse, where it says that, and we've probably heard preaches about that the, the eagle sort of gets the, the young ones out of the nest, pushes them out, and then they fall, and he goes on and he can catches them. Now, I cannot find any scientific proof of this anywhere. So, if anybody can bring that to me, I'd be very grateful. I've looked high and low, and some people actually say it's not true, but it's in the Bible. It must be true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we make with that one. But I could get into close as I could come to. It looks like that eagle is sort of underneath the other one. There is definitely evidence that the, the, the eagle is trying to get them to fly. Sort of, it not necessarily pushes them out, but removes a part of the nest. And then sort of, but I've seen pictures of fish, how the people teach them to fish, and all sorts of things, so they teach them. So that's what the eagle does. The next one. And this is, I, I wasn't sure what kind of a bird it was, but it says, May the Lord get into room. Sorry, so small. Unfortunately, we couldn't do a figure. But in Ruth, it says, May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. So, this is where the refuge idea comes in. And Boaz spreads his coat over Ruth, which is the same idea of the wings that cover her and give her refuge. And in Psalm 17, it says, Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. So it's a beautiful, beautiful picture of the wings covering. And the next one, please. And there again, we have Psalm 91. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be revealed and bumper. Uh, would we, could we have uh, one or two children, would you like to be under the eagle's wings? Sit under the eagle's wings? Anybody? Would you like to sit under the eagle's wings? Huh? Okay, why don't you sit, sit here on the floor? Not all of us, I need to just one. Okay, so, so they are under the eagle's wings, protecting them. And the next one, and I'm sure you all know this one. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar and wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Can there be a soaring there, Tommy? So he's soaring on the wings, yeah? Right, now the next one. Actually, I did ask him, but could I just say to somebody else? I just had another idea. Tina, could you be my next rock then? And have all your children with you? I can't wait to know that. 
Well, that's the one about the hen, where it says, but Jesus says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you, you have killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Is that lovely? So, if you bring your children, oh, <laughs> You're burning up, my dear. Let me see more of you. Oh, actually, I forgot to say, that's what I was going to say, is that I found out this morning that seraphim, to be the meaning of seraphim is the burning one and the noble, I guess that's what I did. But Brian, the meaning of Brian also is noble. Uh, noble and <laughs> high or noble. Oh, what is that going to do? It's a goddess. So the angel who represents is noble and his name is noble. Okay, you sit under the wings there, yeah? Okay. So Tina, you put your, your wings over your children, yeah? So, these are the three, the main three wings I was looking at. So, you have the sort of scary angel in the middle. <laughs> and then we have the people over there who represent strength and energy, but also protection, guardianship. And then we have the hen who's lovely guarding her children. So I don't know which wings really more or most this morning. All of them. Would anybody like to tell me which wings you would like this morning? Why that? Right? Okay. Anybody else? Which wing would you like? Well, the seraphs, the fire, and the glory. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we all do with this one. You feel love and exhale at home. Right, now the last picture is actually our wings logo. And I'm going to have Martha tell you now what was through this picture which come a long way. What does wings mean now? What we will do about wings now? Can you bear it to say it's on now? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to put in context of it, I wasn't born when we became an idea, so that's how old it is. Um, basically, I obviously a lot of you know I work with the youth here in this church on the youth leader, um, and I'm studying at Martin's College. And um, this Sunday, we were given our afternoon lecture, our youth lecture, was all about um, what's going on in our area. So this is research where we work. My research, Greenwich, and 
and it broke my heart to be honest. Um, you know, in the UK, one in five children live in poverty. That's one in five people below the age of 18 living below the poverty line. Three million children are reliant on food banks and charities for their food every day. Um, I don't know about you, but that really breaks my heart. And, and what Wings is all about, this refuge, this looking after people, this glory of God, is to see God's kingdom come in more ways than just in this building. And so what I want to do, and my real passion for, for this community especially, is to just go out and reach the young people. Um, and I feel that's what God wants you to do, and I feel that's what God wants a lot of us to do. Um, so if you have yeah, time, if you have that passion to see young people um, be fed, be clothed, um, and to come to know God, then please come and speak to me because I just can't sit and watch it happen anymore. And so if you can't either, then please come and talk to me. Or there are um, leaflets all around the church with my email address on. Feel free to email me and bother me as much as you like because I really have a passion to change this for these kids in Wollum. Yeah, and that's it. This morning I actually thought, because originally when we, the whole Wings idea was a building, that's what it was for in the beginning, because we wanted to have a building somewhere where we could do all these things, where we could be a refuge. But I was just thinking this morning, Wings is all about flying and moving, isn't it? So it doesn't, I mean, it's good to have a building where we can do all these things, but in a way, we can be anywhere, we can be Wings anywhere. Wherever we are, we can be wings. So we can move around. It doesn't have to be restricted to one place. It can be here, it can be there. But that's our DNA. That's what I wanted to, to share with you. So, uh, because I think it's quite a lovely history. So I think we, can we all give a clap to all these, uh, wings people here? We can release them now. So. <laughs> Thank you very much, Frida. You've covered everything very, very well. When I at that season where we were uh, seeking to discern, I think, the angel that every church has an angel. Uh, the church connected to God uh, in Revelation. I think when we were at that time, we were seeking to discern. The identity, the, the inner name of the entity, uh, the, uh, just, I didn't have anything more to add to it. I just, uh, I felt the same as it was. You can tell us that it's very Bringing us up to speed on that bit of DNA. No, no, I was away most of the time. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.